Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls from the Midwest to the West Coast to the East Coast to the South. This is the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You can always listen to me at Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Buzzsprout, for distributing my stuff again. Here again is my buddy, Mr. Sports Guy himself, Sean. It's great to be here. And it's another outstanding, beautiful day in Michigan. The sun is shining after that supposedly ice storm the night before. But it wasn't as bad as uh, they thought it was. Not very many people lost power. But uh, it's a great day to be alive. And uh, the weather is gorgeous. Yeah, the weather is gorgeous. It's, it's nice to see that spring's right around the corner where we can go golfing and people can go outside. Play pickleball. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever played pickleball? I did. My mom actually has two uh, paddles. Paddles. She spanks you loud, doesn't she? No. Yeah. It's all right. You've been. <laughs> he's been a bad little kid, I guess, lately. No, no comment about that, folks. No comment. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, as this podcast is uh, being produced and, ex- and executed, as you know, I-, I try to make this podcast more about living life and. And uh, the wonders of the world for people with disabilities, but there's li- a new movie coming out about a about a disability movie. It's gonna be funny. It, well, Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. Do you know what that movie is called? Champions. Yeah. So Woody Harrelson is probably needs a, a big cash flow because he needs money because he's probably poor now or something. So he probably came up with a movie. But this actually a, looks with a really good concept. Good. This looks really good and really funny, by the way. Like, I mean, he was phenomenal in White Men Can't Jump. Wow. And he was am- amazing in Hunger Games. And this is actually, he's going to end up being, he was in, like, the G League. He was on his opportunity to make it to the um, NBA as an assistant or head coach. And he just kept on losing and then got in trouble for something. And the judge says the way he can do community service is be the head coach of the Special Olympics. And supposedly it leads him to a championship. Feel good story, baby. There you go. Feel good story. What that Sean just told you, basically you don't have to see the movie, but it is a nice, warm family movie that you can bring your kids, able Uh, or disabled, to the movies and maybe watch it. Maybe Woody was going to cuss and swear a little bit. But you know what? Everyone cusses and swears, and the more intelligent you are, the more likely you're going to swear. Supposedly, that's what psychiatry psychiatry teaches us. But as the spring training is around the corner with the baseball and the new time clock and the pitchers are loving it and the baseball. Scherzer is just all about it. The, seems like Major League Baseball is hitting a good spot. The games are ending maybe three hours, three and 20, three hours and 20 minutes instead of four hours and four and a half hours. So they are shortening the game down. They're trying to make it easier for all of us to watch who are not uh, big, huge fans of baseball. I'm a baseball guy. I love baseball. I actually do, too. Uh, I'm a hard White Sox fan. I love the Tigers. Uh, Sean forgets where he lives sometimes. I think his mom and dad dropped him a couple times or dropped him off in Chicago. He was, got lost. I don't know. Maybe, he got, maybe there's an orphanage out there for him. Who knows? Or foster care. I don't know. But – Let's talk about the big, the biggest disappointment for the Tampa Bay Rays, and his name is Tyler Glass Glasgow. 
Tyler Glasgow. Um, this is this sucks. He is there. He's literally he is the ace of the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, um, and he's hurt again. He had Tommy John surgery last year, missed more than uh, multiple or missed basically the whole season. And if I remember, I mean, the season's just started, so they're only two or three games in, and now he's got some kind of oblique injury and is out for six to eight weeks, which means, what is that, maybe 20 games or well, 30 games? Um, 20 to 30. Be, I mean, if you play two, three games per – I mean, if you play three games each week, each week but then you play – you play two of those three games. five, right? Five, no, so, at least six because you play at least – Three games. So six times six is thirty-six. If it goes eight weeks, it's forty-eight. So yeah, he's gonna miss. Uh, he's gonna miss one fourth of the season. Yeah. So, so let's uh, let's concentrate on making pitchers smarter, not dumber. I guess you could call it that. I mean, if you're a pitcher in today's generation, you're, and everyone says it. All the old pitchers and all the old fans will say, if you can't make it through seven innings of baseball. You probably should be throwing the ball a little slower, more control, hit your zones or hit your spots instead of overthrowing the – trying to overhit, overthrow the no, – the, overthrow the batter. Oh, my well, God. Well, at least Glasgow was a baseball injury, buddy. How about uh, Nim Nuts over here? <laughs> Justin Musgrove had a no-hitter last year for the Padres. That's actually his second of his career. But this, like I said, Num Nuts is – just doing lifting weights and dealing with whatever a kettlebell bell is. I don't even know what the hell that is. He drops the kettlebell and fractures his toe. Yeah. So, so the thing about the exercise is that it, depending on how much the, the kettlebell is, you take two hands and you rock the ball up and down like you're, I don't know, like going. He's very, very yeah. – uh, he knows how to do that well, working yeah. with the the bells and the balls. Yeah. So I, I would, <laughs> but it's a good exercise for the whole body. But the thing about it is, like, you have to really know if you're picking up something way too heavy and you overextend yourself, you can really mess up your back. And instead, he messes up his toe. And if it's his right toe, that's the toe that you push off. If it's his left toe, that's his landing toe for. for for the pet, for the pitches to land on the ball, the catcher can catch it. For all those people that don't understand baseball, I just explain and to you. I don't you. know how long he's out for, but do remember this: he just signed a five-year contract in August, which was around my birthday, for a hundred million dollars, and he's not even going to be able to do the first start until, you know, probably, probably June. Yeah, most that likely. And let's uh before we leave the Padres, let's talk about Mr. Suspension, Mr. I didn't take more drugs for my little weenie or something. I don't know why his pro I don't know why these baseball players are taking steroids. I mean, you don't need to be that huge to hit a home run. The, my opinion. So who are we talking about? Tennis. Oh yeah, good old thing. Tatis. Tatis. But you wanna know who's someone that's worse than him? It was Ramek and Canone. What about that idiot? Gets caught in Seattle. Boom, okay, I'll just take my 80, 90 games. Gets caught in New York again. They say it's still only 80 games. And then again, he gets, this was last year, gets, uh, gets it again with the Mets. And uh, he's, uh, he's the old uh, Yankees player, right? Mets, Yankees. No. Seattle, Braves, Padres. Really like four different teams. But 
But didn't he start with the Yankees? Back he might have been on the Yankees and the Mets. In the glory years? I don't remember. Of the Yankees? Uh, I don't remember that part. But Sean's farting again, by the way. But anyway, um, <laughs> the point is... Don't do PEDs. Stop doing drugs and stop doing PEDs because it doesn't work. It doesn't work because you're not going to hit a home run further. The order you get, the less testosterone you're going to have. Uh, Cabrera for Detroit Tigers, I wish he would retire, but he's lingering another year for us to watch old people play baseball. And there's another one that Sean decides to let out. Let's talk about the old Cubs player for catcher for the, for the Cardinals now. His name is Wilson Contreras. So Mr. Contreras says how much he loves the Cardinals organization better than the Cubs. And now, he just got there. Yeah. Look, I really do think since since he got there and then he's now replacing a living legend as a catcher. Oh, man. He is truly probably the best. And why is that name popping my head? It's oh, it starts with an Yachty. Yachty. Um, oh, well, look, he's, he's one of the best catchers of all time. Like you put him up there with um, Mike Piazza, Johnny Bench, those guys. The White Sox, uh, oh, yeah. Catcher. And, and Fisk. Fisk. Fisk for Boston. 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 Samuel Adams. Every time I say that, I think about that commercial. But look. The Cardinals organization is better. Is yeah, it's, it was Molina. He has yeah. a brother. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, the, he'll never be Molina. Wilson yeah. Contreras will never be Molina. Exactly. But here's, like, here's my thing. The Cardinals organization, the Cardinals AAA team and all that stuff, they're a lot better than any other organization out there. A lot like Tampa Bay. For some reason, Tampa Bay can't get nowhere. But the Cardinals, at least they get hurt. Well, yeah, but I think Tampa, for an organization, they just don't have the feedback by a lot of fans. Their fans are 90-year-old people that can't get out of the house. And remember who they're competing with. They're competing with the Yankees' $300 million uh, payroll but, but and be- also the Red Sox payroll. But they're better than the Yankees. They do, they are. Yeah. Which is awesome. I-, I love it when the teams that don't have the crappiest payroll – like the Tampa Bay going to the World Series the one year um, under Madden. The good old Arizona Diamondbacks when their payroll was like only $49 million. The Marlins when they went to the World Series with Pudge. Yeah. Pudge. Yeah. Yeah. And Cabrera was on that team in 2000, in 2000. And Josh Beckett. Yeah. So, so, but the Cardinals. Cardinals, is, they've always been legit. And... Everyone knows about the Cubs. They won the World Series for the first time in 108 years. And, of course, their AAA team may not be as good. And the Tigers' AAA team is not that great either. I mean, they're working on it. But the Cardinals, yeah, I can see why he says that. But sometimes you guys learn how to keep your mouth shut. You do have to keep your mouth shut because you want to know what? That city of Chicago, I'm a diehard White Sox fan, but that city of Chicago loved Wilson Contreras. They were loyal. They wanted to keep him. Yeah, and yeah. He goes to the automatic rival. I mean, it was it's almost like Kyle Leonard leaving Toronto if you think about it. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. All right, as as we're talking about Chicago, let's talk on one little brief thing about the NHL. 
Mr. Kane. The Kane that brought the Stanley Cup back to the Blackhawks. Multiple times, by the way, like three or four times. Yes. I think maybe just twice. I don't think they won three times. Okay, my bad. But Kane here is leaving and being traded to the Rangers, which what does that really say? It means that this dynasty of the NHL, of the Blackhawks, it's ending. It, it has ended. It is on the way out. And a brief note, the Red Wings played against Seattle last night. I mean, the Senators last night. And they blew it. They had a 1-0 lead. They had a tie-tie, 2-2 lead. And lost 6-2. And it looked like they forgot how to play hockey in the second and third period. And they were only, they were, before that loss, they were only three points behind uh, the last seed. Um, that yeah. loss last night does not help them. Well, I just think that maybe it's just the experience of that team or something. I don't, I can't quite tell. I can't, I'm not really sure about it. But let's talk about what is happening next week for the NFL. The NFL has a Calabine. I can't even say that word right. And let's talk about Sean's favorite teams, Oklahoma and Alabama. Star Bryce Young is not going to throw or do anything at the Calabine. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Probably because he's trying to tell you the truth. He can't throw consistency. His arm hurts after 20 passes, and his butt hurts more because you get because his feelings get hurt. I don't know what's going on, but he's not throwing. There's got to be who's ever got the number one, two, three. Whoever his agent is has got him seated that not to throw. Um, he's worked miracles at Bama. I'm not a fan of Alabama. Um, never will be. But I don't know if he really is the best quarterback in the draft in the first place. Look, look, I think, I think a lot of these quarterbacks and NFL players are taking life as granted. And maybe they're just being stupid or maybe they're being smart. Maybe they're being smart and not throwing the football. Maybe they're going to have a private, uh, a session with the certain teams that they're going to draft. Look, as of as of right now, we know that the Bears are going to keep. But here's my here's my question before you even do that. Would you rather you being a Michigan fan? Yeah. And I want to throw out one other quarterback. Would you rather have Bryce Young or CJ CJ Stroud? For uh, in the NFL, Detroit? who do you think is going to be a better? If you could say it right now, who's going to be a better NFL quarterback? I don't think neither of them are. I think they're both. <laughs> I know this is or this is my opinion. I think this wave of these type of quarterbacks, like uh, like um, like Mahomes, is a very unique player. Uh, the Ravens quarterback, God, I'm going in blank. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is really rare, but remember, Lamar Jackson can't throw the football either, and then that's why wide receivers don't go to that team most likely, or because Unless Sammy Watkins in his. Uh end of his career well yeah but there's a reason why these quarterbacks do not make it in the nfl that long look at rg3 great arm at baylor came in the nfl first three games of the first season was great and then they demolished the poor guy look at two look at tula yeah look at that guy he he had a couple of concussions in miami could have had more than a couple miami's like you don't have a brain you can play football don't worry about it so think about that. If they're not going to protect those two guys, and think about Atlanta, 
Atlanta Falcons quarterback. Not Ryan? Before no. Before that, Marcus Mariota? Yeah, he's done. Well, he got released. He's done. But he, that's not because he was getting crushed. That's just because he originally sucks after he hasn't been good since he freaking left the University of Oregon. He wasn't good at Tennessee. Yeah. But he that's, wasn't good at Oakland. So that's my point. Now you're going to have at least C.J. Stroud. And now you're going to have Bryce Young. Same type of quarterbacks that don't have that consistency of these quarterbacks coming out. Like, like you're going to have to have velocity and, and, and everything else with it. And I just think that Mahomes is a very unique player. He can sit in the pocket. He can run out of the pocket. He can do a lot of stuff, but his passes are within – two or three feet away from the receiver where Lamar Jackson's over the head, you know, Raishan. I just don't. I think it's, I think that era for these quarterbacks are just done. So moving on with that, Tampa Bay has decided to, to, to sink the ship by letting go of the running back, Leonard Forte. He's, I didn't think it was that great in the first place. I thought that it was a good catch for Tampa with with Tom Brady because he gained about maybe three and a half yards, just enough to keep the defensive line away from Tom Brady. But Tom Brady's not there anymore. So that means Derek Carr probably won't even go to Tampa because there's nothing there. Why would Derek Carr go anywhere to anything that has no talent? Leonard Fournette is kind of – I mean, he's a good blocker. I would rather have Zeke Elliott than Leonard Fournette. I'm understanding that because I'm a Cowboys fan. He had a, he had good receivers there, and he had Tom Brady, and that's why probably Leonard Fournette's numbers were good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think they helped. You had Tom Brady, and you had Evans and Whiteout, and and Grock and tight end. So it, it kind of saved him a little bit. So Derek Carr has met with the Panthers and I don't know what huge advantage that for the Panthers is. I, I compare him. Because they have, the weird thing is like you say that, you know, with this are a comparison, but you know, they still have Sam Darnold, which is trash. They have Baker Mayfield technically, even though he's a free agent and they have that guy from uh, PJ Walker from temple. Yeah. So, Derek Carr is probably better than all three of them, right? I guess. I guess you could say that because <laughs> the Raiders were a better team in the first place. So I, that's the only way that you can look at it. I wouldn't say that Derek Carr is a lot better. And, again, I didn't play He's football. He's better than Sam Darnold. He's better than Baker Mayfield and B.J. Walker. Baker Mayfield is probably just as good as Derek Carr. I would look. You love those Oklahoma quarterbacks, don't you? Hey, man, I love the old school football, Alabama. I, I do watch Alabama because it's fun to watch a bunch of guys run over the whole world. And I'm a Michigan fan, so I'm old school. I remember when I was a little kid watching Alabama and I watched, "Holy Moses, this team's gonna kill them." I remember. They still are. I remember. I remember that year when Bo Jackson. No, not Bo Jackson. Uh, yeah, Bo Jackson went to Auburn and then killed Alabama. Yep. What a day, what a day. All right, all right, NCAA basketball. So I guess we're going to talk about 
how who won last night? North Carolina won last night against Florida State. Not really that quality of a win. They almost gave it away again, being up nineteen points. Again, again, Florida State came back, and again, North Carolina looked like they didn't want to play basketball anymore. And the my main man, who could have broke Michael Jordan's record, he didn't even score a point in the first half. He was in foul trouble the whole game. That's what happens when you make some guy that doesn't know how to play basketball play basketball. He still doesn't shoot free throws very well either. Exactly. So, obviously they came out with the, the rankings yesterday, and Houston took over the number one spot. We still got Alabama in the um, conversation, which we'll take a pause on that. That was a pretty uh, disturbing scene this weekend. Oh, yes. Yeah, when yeah, you have that, that. – um, Good old uh, Brandon Miller during the introduction. Thank you very much. I had true speech impediment there for a second or just lost words. But anyway, Brandon Miller's during the actual introduction had coordinated with another teammate to stop after they announced his name. And it would be like you would be standing right next to each other and you're there with your best friend and you're telling him to act like a police officer and pat him down. It's way too early for this shit. But explain to people that don't know this backstory. So people that don't know this, uh, a few weeks ago, he is the one that came out and told another person, another player that's kicked off the team, this is where the gun is in my car. Go ahead and get it out of the glove box if you want to go kill somebody. But the University of... Alabama, another reason why I hate that effing team, uh, thinks it's okay to have an accomplice be on the court, score 41 last week, like Thursday, score and still play and have a pat down. Um, The coach is pissed, obviously, about the pat down, but obviously he's not pissed at his players averaging 30 points a game and the university doesn't give a shit that he's technically, unofficially an accomplice. Yeah, because, uh, look, look. If that was a white guy and he told another white guy, <laughs> go get the gun and whack the guy. That's basically what he said. If you want to go whack the guy, go kill him. So I know that guy would have been uh, at the police department, police station, being questioned, and that guy would have part of what lost his job. I don't care if it's at Walmart lost or, or FedEx or whatever he worked at or UPS. What can Brown do for you? There you go. I just advertised for both of them, FedEx and UPS. And the University of Brown. I know. So so let's keep our morals and uh, our ethics straight. And I think that is the biggest problem that we have is our ethics about what is right and what's wrong. Remember, remember guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well, since you brought the ethics and moral stuff, you know how they, before we go back to the NCAA, I'd like to talk about the University of Miami for a second here. So, remember how the players are allowed to get paid right now, right? Yeah. Different era. Yeah. Well, you got the lovely twin sisters, and they are smoking hot. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you're they are right. absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. They're a 12 out of 10. Yeah. I don't know if they're originally. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't say this. Maybe they're bitches. But, you know, maybe they're great people. I mean, I haven't met them. I'm not saying that they're bad people or whatever. 
But I don't think they did anything wrong in this situation. And the NIA or whatever, the, the organization that said that whatever, is going after the university and saying that they did something wrong or whatever. But what did they, what so they what do? what did the girls do? They got on Twitter and told everybody to go F and fly a kite, baby, with the middle fingers. But what did they do? I don't think they did anything wrong. But what did they do? Did they? It has to do with the money stuff, just like in any other NCAA thing. But why, wait a second. Why did they get paid? Are they the athletes? Are those the, two are girls, twin oh, sisters, probably. Basketball. I would compare those two girls. Like everybody wanted them. Yeah. They, as a team, is like Caitlin Clark for Iowa, which Caitlin uh, Clark is absolutely gorgeous, a good human being, and she hit an amazing buzzer beater for the number six Iowa Hawkeyes. But the rankings came out this week, and they beat number two, so they could. Be in the top five now. Well, yeah. See? And we're advertising for women's sports. So, look at that. Look at that. I really do like Caitlin Clark. She had 42 points in that game. Yeah. See? I didn't know that. Sean let me know about that. I'm not a big fan of women's sports. I would. I'm going to say this once. I'll say it twice. If I did have a daughter, I'd probably be into women's sports, women's soccer, women's basketball, softball, the whole shebang. It's usually the guys who have daughters and grandchildren who are girls who are into women's sports because they have to support the whole family. Can't just support the boys, guys and okay, girls. So basically, this Miami thing was uh, a personalized for um, infraction. So it has to do with... In the case, it happened on Friday, so it's some kind of money infraction. That's really what it comes down to, but... Anyway, back to men's basketball. Sorry. Yeah, no. No, that's fine. That's fine. We can talk about women's sports. And it's not a big deal. We're probably the only people out there who are talking about women's sports and who are men. So let's talk about, uh, let's see, Michigan, big win over Ohio State. No. No, who is this? How do you read your handwriting? It was last week. Michigan um, on the buzzer beater. Yeah, that's last week. Why is that there? Because it just happened on Sunday. Oh, yeah, this is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, what yeah. happened with Dickerson hitting that buzzer beater to keep, oh, yeah. to keep their hopes alive for the NCAA tournament. But here's the issue. Right now, because we like to talk about bracketology coming up with the NCAA tournament. And I'm a diehard Spartan fan, right? Lenardi's an idiot right now. There's no way that Wisconsin deserves to be in the tournament over Michigan. I'd rather have Michigan in the in the story than. Oh yeah, I saw Wisconsin. that. I saw that with you yesterday. That's but nuts. That shot was huge. They have two huge, uh, remaining games: one against Illinois and one against Indiana. They're both on the road. Um, that's a Thursday game. That's a Thursday and a Saturday game. Correct. Yes. So, yes. And then. Good old, I mean, Sunday evening, um, I don't know. Uh, it, it's pretty embarrassing. I mean, um, Penn State, we got a 12-year drought, right? <laughs> Good God. Kevin I made the NCAA tournament. I saw You have that all your seniors coming back. How the flying, I mean, I'm censoring this shit. I could have said some other choice words. Do you blow a 19-point lead? I was watching the game a little bit with my father Sunday night. Oh, He's 81 that. years old, and I love him to death, and I give him a shout-out. Um, but what my point is, you're down 18 or 19 points. I looked at my father, and I said, let's watch a movie. 
I'm dead serious. I turned the movie on and watched it with my father. And that my dad was... looks, my, my smart, smart father, man, 81 years old, looks at me and says, you know, when we change this, the game is going to become a good game. So what do I do? Because I'm a sports nut and I like to look at the books too. We all know that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm gradually looking at my phone and then all of a sudden with three minutes left, Rutgers is down by five points. Rutgers comes back and wins this game by like two or three points. That's insane. The drought continues. Penn State's out. Guaranteed. Doesn't matter if they win these next two games. There's no way they're in now. Rutgers wins one, one game and they're in. And it's sad. Penn State's going to have a 13-year drought. Look, 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 Penn State, I don't know. Penn State is one of those teams that just belongs to football. In football, that that's all it is. Maybe in baseball, they're good at baseball. Maybe they're good at softball. Maybe not. I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you this. Tonight, what what do we got going on tonight? Since we just hit Sunday, but what are the games tonight? Uh, I can't read the handwriting again because you're. I actually took my time on this handwriting and did notes. It's actually pretty sad that he can't read this. So, the top games tonight. First, Clemson versus Virginia. Oh, that's good. So, Virginia is coming off in an embarrassing loss to North Carolina is last it, weekend. Is it embarrassing? Because, come on, North Carolina, well, they still want to be a respected team. They do, but they're on the bubble. I love the Tar Heels. You saw me representing last night with the old school Joseph Forte jersey. God, I don't know what it is about people who are North Carolina fans. You guys, as bad as Duke. You guys are both the same. Obnoxious. My brother's a North Carolina fan too. But um, so anyway, Virginia's coming off a loss, and Clemson is coming off an amazing twenty-one point victory over the NC State, NC State Wolfpack. That game is on at seven o'clock tonight. It's either on ESPN or ESPN two or ACC Network. It's on one of those three. Um, before I talk about this next game, I just want to give out give a shout out to uh, one of my former buddy's second favorite school, the University of Pittsburgh, and a former Duke coach that is at Pittsburgh, broke the top 25 uh, this weekend. But we got the Big Ten matchup tonight. Mm -hmm. Both of these teams, before I mention them, are coming off massive wins. Mm -hmm. Um, One means a little bit more to the other. I mean... Um, and the first team I'm going to talk about is Iowa. I mean, it's a massive win. Uh, oh, man. They we're coming back and embarrassing Michigan State. Dude, I saw that game, and I think we talked about it last time. We did. That's why we don't need uh, Dude, I saw that game. You know what happened? It was like it was like, don't need to talk about it it was like night and day for Iowa, and they're like, hey, man, this is Michigan State. And it's unfortunate what happened uh, recently that you can't just – Treat that game as just a game, and it's just like Izzo didn't have the heart of him just be over uh, uh, zealous about coaching the players. So it's unfortunately it just came to it. it the timing for anyway. Michigan State, the timing for these losses for Michigan State, it's very unfortunate. Now, I don't think that Michigan State's going to miss the cut. Just because they're they had the twenty fifth hardest 
schedule. Schedule. And Izzo, and Izzo has never missed the playoffs. So yeah, but tournament. So. But that shouldn't really. That shouldn't. It be, shouldn't. But but, it, but it could be a factor. But you know what? That could be a factor. But I'm allowed to say that because I'm a Spartan fan. Like yeah. I mean, it should yeah. not be a factor, Andre. Yeah. But can we with the politics of all different sports, even if it's college or NFL or NBA or whatever? Don't tell me that that's not. It could not be a small factor. Yeah, someday, someday when that team only wins 13 games and Izzo still there, are you going to let them make the tournament? That's huh? never going to happen. Uh, you know it's going to happen. One of these days. So, anyway, we got off the game. Michigan State does play tonight, too, and it's against Nebraska. And that's not – I mean, it's an important game, but it's a trap game, and Michigan State might possibly lose. So I not, hope not, but they might. But anyway, Iowa's playing Indiana, and Indiana had a big win against Purdue. So, who are you taking? I'm taking – God, I don't really like Indiana. I don't think their coach is that good. The he coach – was in the NBA. No, I know he was. But I just think he doesn't like, – I just – I'm going to pick Iowa. Iowa's coach is a college – He's just a college coach. And he gets his players to play toward, even towards the end of the game and they come back. You're going to take Iowa on the road. Yes. At yes. Indiana on, yeah. well, no, it's not senior day because Michigan plays Indiana on senior day on Saturday. Yeah. And you're going to take Iowa over probably the number three top C. five pick in, the, in a draft. Yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. I, I just have to disagree. Indiana's going to win that game. I just think that, I just think Indiana is a good team and they're supposed to be a lot better. And their record doesn't show for their, for their like unorganizations. I really do think that Iowa's coach out can out coach Indiana's coach, and I think in certain games and such situa- situations, it's about the coaching and the athletes. But if the coach is not confident in his players, like I feel like the Indiana's coach isn't confident about his own players towards the end of the game. It could be a blowout. No, it could. You think the Knights could be a blowout in Bloomington? It could be like a. I must say. Are you insane? Are you on drugs right now? I might be. <laughs> no. No, he's not. No, I'm not. But, but seriously, all right, all right. But anyway, I'm taking Indiana. Um, I'm taking I, Iowa. I think we're both going to agree on this one. NC State's coming off a 25-point loss to Clemson. They got to go to Duke. Duke's won 14 straight at home. Oh, Duke yeah. wins that game. Duke, look, if Duke, if, there, if this is going to be a, the upset game of the year for the Wolfpack, Wolfpack, this is the game to do it because Duke has not lost at home. Correct. And this could be. But there's no way you're picking NC State after a 25-point loss, are you? This could be a trap game for Duke. Maybe kind of hashalant. Because they're looking ahead to North yeah. Carolina on Saturday? If you look, if you got the over-under, I would pick the under. That's what I would tell you. I would take you. I would take the under because if NC State starts to play a little bit better than they should, and then Duke is not playing as good as they are, it's going to be a, an under game. Now I don't know if they can cover the spread for NC State. I don't know if they can do that. About six and a half. Yeah. Well, I don't think they can do that for NC State, but I do think that the over under is one hundred forty five. So I do think that that game will be either an under, depending on how fast Duke starts and depending on how 
how much they can recover for it. If NC State can recover from that and slow the game down, Duke might be in a situation where they'll be pushed back and forth. I don't think NC State has a chance to be in them, but I think they'll be like over under the hump of five to six points you know, behind them or so some sort. These next three, I'm just going to mention these games because it is – they're within one game of each other, and it can decide the the conference. We got St. Louis versus VCU. Um, they're within one game of one or two games of each other for the um, their division. Uh, are their standing? So there's a little bit there. That's an early game at seven. You got Tennessee, Arkansas tonight. Um, you got the Mountain West, uh, number twenty one, San Diego State going to Boise State, which Boise State's a really good ball club. Both those teams are going to make it to the. Um, Tournament. Tournament. And surprisingly, the Mountain West could get three or four. They probably could get four, maybe five. Uh, Boise State's in. San Diego State's in. I think um, you have UNLV on the bubble, and you have New Mexico on the bubble. So that conference could seriously pull in um, four, four, maybe five, because – you got 23 and 5 San Diego State, 22 and 7 Boise State. You got Nevada at 22 and 8. You got Utah at 22 and 7. You got New Mexico at 20 and 9. So, so you, and the Rebels are 17 and 11. So that conference could maybe get six, but that's yeah. it. Hey, hey. So are there any other topics that we haven't talked about? Okay. Well, we just have to mention Michigan State. Hopefully they win tonight against Nebraska. So there's two other topics. Just got to give a shout-out to soccer for 30 seconds here. Congratulations to Messier. Oh, football. What do they call it? Sorry. Yeah, football, soccer. Um, beating out Madapi to be the best FIBA award. Um, obviously, he won. Um, it's kind of like the MVP. That's what it is. Well, and he already won the MVP of the cup anyway, so and oh, yeah. he brought it back home and all that stuff. So yeah, Messi just gets to add it to his trophy. Yeah, and he Me- is one of the best ever. Yeah, he's um, he's almost more fun to watch than Rolando. The final things that we have here um, that we're ending on topic is the NBA. Oh, yeah. So. Then, oh, let's talk about Sean's favorite basketball player of all time. It's not Michael Jordan. It's not Kobe Bryant. But the guy that has foot problems over and over and over again, Mr. King LeBron or Mr. Queen LeBron, he's got issues with his foot. Again, and it happened in the game that I'm sorry to say, uh, pretty freaking embarrassing Dallas, Dallas Mavericks. Um, you blew a 27-point lead. Um, I, I'm just bedaffled, like – First of all, you got in the NBA, over. when there was Michael Jordan and the Pistons and the Lakers with Magic. You know, Magic and Kareem and the Celtics with Robert Parrish and Danny Ainge and that, and the Suns Am- with the team that they had in the Utah Jazz, they were never down 27 effing points. No, because you can play defense. You can play defense. There's no defense. Um, no, yeah. But it's pretty embarrassing that the Dallas Mavericks at home blew a 27-point lead, and LeBron was hobbling around the whole fourth quarter – and then now he's hurt. And supposedly, remember, we always heard this conversation right after the All-Star game. He's the, the 
most important. Most important 23 games of my <laughs> life, NBA freaking career. <laughs> hey. Poor me. Dude, I really think this could be the end. It really could. And the thing that makes you sick about it he is might, he, he might. will not make the playoffs. And he may, they say two weeks, which, okay, two weeks puts us in March. Like March, what, 14th? Which means there's only three weeks of the NBA left. In two weeks, they might not have a shot. They might be six games out. Or eight. Look, only one, they're only one out right now. But they could start losing like four or five in a row, and then the other teams could be winning four or five in a row. They got Memphis tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, look, I, I'm going to defend LeBron for a second. He has no, there's no way for him, there's no good way for him to exit the NBA like a true legend, like, Michael Jordan and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and and uh, Julius Irving, Dr. J. So in his case, he's a traveling man. He breaks up bands or breaks up teams. He breaks up cities. He makes cities from the West Coast cry like the Lakers. He makes the East Coast teams like the Cavs cry. And then no one wants him back because who wants to hear this living legend break about how great he is or how good he, he is as of Michael Jordan. And it's just kind of this lingering moment. It's almost, I almost compare it to Tom Brady. You retire the first time, everyone's like congratulating you. You come out of retirement and then you retire on the beach side of Florida. And no one really pays attention to it, but everyone knows that it's over. And with LeBron, I think what he should do is go back to Cleveland one more year, and that would be his last hurrah. Now, I don't think he should be waiting for his son to make the NBA because his son's probably not as good as anyone within any collegiate basketball. But LeBron needs to just leave the game and tell people that this is his last game or he's going to do a Barry Sanders and just run I mean just not say nothing and when uh when next year starts around the corner for you know for training and all that he's not going to show up to the to the uh, uh to camp if you were LeBron and went back to Cleveland obviously he's still under contract um, I like the team the Cavs have right now, so why would they make a trade? Because LeBron, that's his home. So even, look, 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 I know this wouldn't ever happen, but even if you have LeBron come off the bench, and maybe his legs are done. Maybe his foot. Look, for athletes who have the same injury, true athletes, basketball, football, they're probably defending him to the heart and soul. So that makes sense for other athletes to defend LeBron. So, but if his career is ending and his legs are shot and his foot are just complete a mess, you can literally have him come off the bench. I mean, he's at his age, he's better than Shaquille O'Neal. When Shaquille O'Neal was his age. He's still in fit. He still has more muscle mass than fat. He still can run up and down the court. He just can't do that 82 games a year. Do you think LeBron would come off the bench? I think he should. 
But do you think his ego would let him come off the bench? I think he doesn't have that ego like Michael Jordan. And I think if it came to push his sh- to shove, and he knows he can't win a championship with the Lakers, and the Cavs are more willing to uh, accept his apology, and they don't mess up for the, the second time for the second time, and the fact that they don't the coaches say we're starting our younger players. We like you to come on our team. We want you to be on our team, but you're not going to be the starter. And there'll be certain games that he'll start against certain teams, like against Kyrie or maybe against K, uh, Kevin Durant or so for the All-Star game. Is LeBron going to demand a trade to Cleveland? Is LeBron going to ask for them to release him and cut him? Is LeBron going to just go take a pay cut? Because I think the only reason, the only way if I was Cleveland to accept him back you're going to do it our way, and you're not going to make $40 million. No, you're going no. You're going to make – I'm not saying you're making bare minimum. You're not going to make just, you know, $5 million. You'll make at least $20 million, but you ain't making $40 million. No, 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 no. I don't think so either. I just think that if LeBron waits too long to retire, he's going to screw himself because no one's going to care. I mean – he doesn't have a chance to win a championship with the Lakers, and, and and the Clippers are not going to want him, and he can't join the Milwaukee Bucks because they don't want him because they don't need him. The Bucks don't need him. They've won fourteen straight without Middleton playing the whole game, or Portis not playing, or John is not playing. Yeah. By the way, the Bucks play tonight, and or maybe they don't play. I don't know. They might not play tonight, but. They're going for their 15th straight in this next game. So my point is this. It's not really about where he could go to win another championship. It's just that the NBA isn't built like the NFL, where the NFL protects certain players like Tom Brady. But the the NBA, it's more difficult to protect someone like LeBron because it's a run up and down the court, and it's a more physical game for the five starters on the court. So for LeBron to pretend that he's not getting older is a bit ridiculous. So we have to give a shout-out to the Knicks. Why? Because they've won six. Oh, you're right. Straight. And they beat the Boston Celtics last night, and Tatum got ejected. Oh, yeah, that's so funny. I, I don't know why he got, he got mad. I don't, I don't know either. why, but, but I don't like care. The Knicks have won six straight, and that actually leads us into – what I want to bring up next is Derrick Rose is still available He's to just, be picked up by any team for a playoff run, baby. The former Chicago Bull, the New York Knicks, the born and raised Chicago native. Look, Derrick Rose's career is over. He's got bad knees. He tore his Achilles once. I think he tore both of them. His his body is just not there. Well, it's Randall just, said it's Randall said he's still there. Well, but may, even though the Knicks won't take him back, and would, here's a question for but you: But why aren't they taking him? back? I don't know. But would you rather have John Wall or Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose. Oh yeah, no brainer. But look, even with John Wall and Derrick Rose, it is it is difficult for NBA players who are one dimensional people. When I mean that. The only thing that they have is basketball. That's when sports becomes a crime for athletes. Now, I'm not saying that Derrick Rose and 
John Wall don't have other business uh, avenues to go through. But if that's your center point of your career, then we have a situation that I can talk about later about sports and athletes and all that that I've done that I've talked about in the past in one of my podcasts. You still know what Derrick Rose is known for the most, though, right? For coming down hard on his knees and breaking it, or no, at Memphis with the ACT test, baby. Oh yeah, see that stuff. All those uh, games uh, retracted. Yeah, see that's my point. I mean, I mean, you can I mean, put him up there with uh, Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah, everything was fake about their test scores, but all right, we got it somehow. And I don't want to end that like that because that's so bad. I mean, but I guess it is. No, we got games tonight. But how about how about how about we talk about how how awesomely bad the Pistons are since we're from Detroit or I'm from Grand Rapids, and so is Sean. Uh, the Pistons can't do anything right. Cade Cunningham hasn't played forty games. Probably no, he hasn't probably played fifty games a season. Ivy gets hurt there, and he wasn't playing last night. <laughs> they come back and make the game close. And, and they, they still screw everybody over by not covering the spread of nine and or seven and a half or nine and a half when they had it down to four. Well, yeah. I mean, look, look, look. If you were into sports, you want to gamble. Be res- <laughs> against the Pistons all the time. Be responsible. Don't put your hope and dreams on players that are not your family. Because or they could be your family, but they're. I mean, they're playing a game. It's a child's game, but. Saying that, NBA basketball games tonight, anything that I need to... Blazers, Warriors is in the late cap. Oh, yeah. Still no Steph, but Lillard's coming off his 71-point magic. Look. Look, Steph Curry is getting old, too. So his knees are shot. His knees are His brain's like telling him, do I need to play any more basketball or do I need just to play basketball? He's not going to retire in two years. He doesn't need to. Because you know what stat I saw last night or yesterday before I came over to your place? Um, you know how Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. when he was in the era or Magic Johnson was in the era or the Pistons were in the era or Kareem or Larry Bird, mm-hmm. they were the talk. Yeah. They, they were. were the talk. They were the talk. They were the one that won the most championships. Yeah. LeBron's not the one that's won the most championship. It's Golden State, baby, and Curry. He's <laughs> like, okay. So still, he, LeBron's still an undershadow of the Warriors, if you think about it. Yeah. Even though he has, is probably one of the best players of all time, technically, in his era, he, his teams were not the best. No, no. I, 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 State Warriors. I, I totally agree with that, but I think... I think for the NBA, they were looking for, for an image like Kobe, like Michael Jordan. And LeBron fit the – he just fit the script. He's, he's – there's a science behind everything based on how people look, how their facial structure. And LeBron was the man. From Akron, Ohio. Yeah. and, that, and Grew up bad. Yeah. He already got in trouble before but got out of it with his mom getting a Hummer. Eh, scandal like that, but nothing ever happened. Okay. <laughs> Somehow they had a Hummer when he was a junior in high school. Hmm, I wonder how that happened. Hey, she could have made money. She got a raise. Promotion? 
in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, why not? Akron, Ohio is like Gary, Indiana. No, Nothing. it's not. It's not. Well, they do have a university there. I heard it. I heard someone told me they're like in between of Atlanta, Compton, Atlanta, Compton, Georgia. LA. No, Atlanta, Georgia, and Grand Rapids. Since there, you brought up Atlanta, since you got rid of football already, Marcus Mariota got cut. You forgot to mention that earlier. No, he did talk about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did get cut. Yeah. No, no surprise. Mm. Oregon Ducks. <laughs> quack, quack. Quack, quack. Or not everybody can be. We have to give a shout out, by the way. I forgot to say this before we talk about one of the last games here. Um, we all know Ric Flair is from <laughs> Michigan. Wait, wait a second. That's what was in town yesterday in Grand Rapids. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Sean. <laughs> Andre's favorite Sean. sport of all time. World Federation WWE. Sean likes looking at men in their, in their junk. No, I don't. So. There was actually a lot. we got to admit, though, there was a lot of people when we stopped over at Pepino's just to have some cheesy bread and me have a glass of water while you had a couple of brewskis. But there was a lot of people there for that. You know what? I'm I'm still shocked by how many people are WWE fans, even though they know that's a scripted script. Well, SummerSlam's coming to Detroit. I know, and I think we're it's the by, same day that Madonna's in town and, and I, the Detroit Tigers. And I think we'll be there for the Detroit Tigers game. We're gonna be there for a hundred thousand people. That's gonna be crazy. You're yeah. driving. I'm not. Okay. okay maybe we'll, maybe maybe we will be in Detroit. That'd maybe we'll have fun. a story for you on uh, on uh, April sixth. Oh no, August sixth. Maybe I Which is be, kind of ironic, by the way. I got to give a shout out because Andre's birthday is August 3rd and mine's the 16th, so it kind of be cool. You know what's awesome about my birthday? You want to know what's awesome? I share my birthday with the greatest quarterback in the 22nd century, as of right now, Mr. Tom Brady. Well, not everybody can have a cool birthday. I get to share my birthday with Madonna and Steve Carell. And I just want to say, Madonna. One of my buddies. Are you, one of the, are you like, are you a, a material girl? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No. Okay. I'm definitely not like a virgin. <laughs> let's put it that way. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> He's trying to convince all of us he's not a virgin. He hasn't seen it since he came out of. Well, I'm not going to say But it. one of my buddies, though, I just realized this a couple of days ago, he told me that. He has one of the greatest uh, rappers' birthday, and he loves to touch the sports books also. But he has Snoop Dogg's birthday. Snoop Dogg. October 20th. Oh, Snoop yeah. Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Doggy Dogg. Yeah. But it's no. Woo! No, I know. Rick Flair. I don't know. To tell you the truth, I really don't know if he's from Michigan. I think he went to Michigan, though. So before we wrap up, we have two last games to talk about. Uh, Lakers versus Memphis without LeBron. D'Angelo Russell is questionable. Lakers are plus nine. I would stay away from this game. You're probably right. I would not. I bumped, I, it, up. I bumped it up to plus 12 and a half. I would, oh, I would know what I would do. I would take the over-under and check out the score. Well, how, many average, how many points they average without LeBron so that you can get the over-under correct. And finally, Pacers, Mavericks coming off that loss. Is Kyrie Irving and Luca are they ever going to work together? Is this just a bad script for Kyrie again? Is Kyrie going to make an excuse for for himself for not being a good teammate? Luca is one of the best shooter, power forward, whatever you centers. He should be a center, but too short to be a center. No, he's not. He's like seven feet tall. Not Luca. Luca's only like six foot seven. He's like about Scottie Pippen's. Okay. But still, I think 
Kyrie, are, I really do think that they need to run Kyrie off picks. And then you have to kind of put Luca in the post. And then while you run Luca in the post, then you pick for Kyrie. And by doing that, you open up shots for Kyrie. If the shot's not there for Kyrie, Luca will score inside. Or if they're totally giving Kyrie attention, Luca will have better opportunities to score. But on fast breaks, you know you're going to have to pass the ball profusely as much as possible. I think, I think for a team like, like the Mavs, to run, that they need to run and they need to pass the ball, they need a lot of transition basketball to make this work. But I really do think that they need to put Luka on the blocks more to open up the court for Kyrie. I really do. I just think so. So, that, so the Mav- here on, on, the, on this closing note, the Mavs are a sixth seed right now, okay? They're one game behind the Clippers of the five seed and one and a half behind the four seed. But the Golden State is just one behind them, and Utah is two behind them. And then the Minnesota is three behind them. They're a sixth seed. Are they going to stay at a sixth seed? Do you think they're going to move up, or are they going to drop? I think they'll move up. I think they'll f- figure something out. How if, far? If they don't figure something out within a week, week and a half, they're going to be screwed. I just want – you're saying they're going to move up. So you really, truly think they're going to jump the Phoenix Suns and Kevin Garnett and Booker and uh, – they're going to be better than them? You think they're going to be better than the Clippers? I think they stay at the sixth seed no, or drop. I think, they can, I think they can jump the Clippers. Because you know why? Kyrie Leonard is always a drama queen too. So if he doesn't want to play one night or two nights or three nights in a row because his butt hurts. But now they got the cancer. Westbrook. And Westbrook's there too. I know. That's another person. That, I don't know how that's going to work because George needs the ball. Kyrie Leonard needs the ball, and Westbrook, and I really like. I do uh, like this I, kid. He's a Hall of Famer. But that's another person that I would strongly, strongly have a double pick for, because I think George is a better spot-on shooter. Kyrie Leonard, he's a better driver. I mean, for the size of of Kyrie Leonard and the way that he's able to drive towards the basket and make shots. It is phenomenal, and Westbrook should be able to do that, but Westbrook is a streaky player, and if he's not going to – you have to play by, by game to, to game. Who's ever the high guy, obviously you got to give it to the high guy. Whoever's the cold guy, have him set the bench. If the Mavs can get hot and go to the NBA Finals, you want to know what would be kind of cool? What? We'd have a brother matchup again. Just like the NFL, because the Mavs have a holiday on their team. Ooh, man, it sounds like a WWE moment. Justin Holiday. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this has been like an hour. It's supposed to be like 35 minutes to 45 minutes just to keep you occupied as you drive to work or drive home. I'm sorry we got a little carried away today. Yeah, it is all right. I know guys like you. Don't want to listen to your wife, so you sit in the car all day long. Yes, I said that out loud. So 
Thank you for listening to the Crazy Drive Podcast show. Thanks, Sean, for showing up again. I'm always happy to be here. Thanks again. Thanks again. Thanks for Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Buzzsprout, to distribute my stuff out there to the whole world. Uh, let's put this on Facebook, everywhere else, or maybe on Twitter and, and Instagram. So, peace, love. Email me, Crazy Dre Podcast Show at gmail.com. Love.